Hello, this is Michael Dubin with Living Skills. In our time together in this podcast, I would like to talk about gimmicks. Humans have a predilection for silver bullets, magic fix-it buttons, and gimmicks. The problem is, even if you think you found one, they rarely work. You gotta get a gimmick. The 1959 Broadway musical Gypsy was based on the memoir of Gypsy Rose Lee, a burlesque entertainer known for, among other things, her striptease act. The show was turned into a movie, and one of the numbers that I loved in the movie was the song, You Gotta Have a Gimmick. Three strippers tell Louise that you don't need talent to be a stripper. What you need is a gimmick. You gotta get a gimmick if you wanna get ahead. History is ripe with people in pursuit of the magic bullet or quick fix that will solve all of their problems and, if God is really good, make them rich as well, with as little effort as possible. The human desire to get rich quick has evidently been with us since at least biblical times. Proverbs 13.11, as quoted in the New American Standard Bible, says, quote, Wealth obtained from nothing dwindles but one who gathers by labor increases it. So, this human drive has been with us for quite some time. I started thinking about gimmicks again while I was watching the recent documentary about WeWork on Hulu. Social media and technology are the latest scheme that is supposed to make us rich quickly and deliver us to the promised land. Tech was supposed to pull us out of the Great Recession. WeWork defined itself as a co-working community that was created for small businesses, entrepreneurs, and freelancers with the idea that people in that communal community would almost be forced to help one another, and in so doing not only rebel against the toxic office culture of the 80s and 90s, but change the way that people work and define or redefine success. Those are their words, not mine. Kind of a tall order given that the research shows that open offices actually decrease productivity and creativity. Now don't get me wrong, I have been in WeWork and like it. The free kombucha kegs on every floor notwithstanding. The short and dirty version of the story is the venture capital people saw it as a way to make a lot of money quick through enormous amounts of money at the company, all of which was mismanaged, and like they say, the rest is history. My point is, instead of slow steady growth and planning, they went for the quick and easy, all in the name of changing the world and lots of money. Now, while the argument can be made that a few tech companies have changed the world, Apple, Google, Facebook, etc., the overwhelming majority of companies have not. And how many app developers and WeWork spaces do we really need or can the world absorb? Also, we are told that millennials want a calling, not just a job or career. Here's the thing. You are called to a calling. You don't go out and find it. It will find you, come to you, and not let you go. I had a friend a few years ago who used to go to become a shaman school. In the course of a few weekends, or whatever the training time frame was, you were taught to be a shaman. I think not. Wikipedia defines shamanism as, quote, a religious practice that involves a practitioner who is believed 
to interact with, a with the spirit world through altered states of consciousness, such as trance. The goal of this is usually to direct these spirits or spiritual energies into the physical world for healing or other purposes. End quote. Shamans are thought not only to be able to see beyond the veils, but to walk between the veils that separate different levels of reality. I'm not doubting shamanism at all. What I am doubting is that you'll learn that level of enlightenment over a few weekends. And if you are to be a shaman, you will be called and you will know it. And the preparation will take years not a day, and not be a day at the beach. No spiritual path of development is. Want instant relationship? Swipe right and find true love. Do the personality test and get matched to your soulmate. Gay guys love what I call the pre-husband interview. The checklist that they run somebody through before they even go on a date. Do you like this movie, this kind of food, this music, or this recording artist, this sport, that hobby, these video games? Do they have the right answers about friends, family, politics, kids, religion, places they want to travel, and can they cook? If it all checks out, now we can go on a date. The fly in that ointment is that you must first do the hard work of developing a relationship with yourself. Our politics. Our politics have become a shrine to dogma and talking points. Lots of righteous blame and anger on both sides. But no matter how many times Bernie says, quote, if you have to steal an election to win it, you are a coward, end quote, true as it is, it won't fix the voter suppression and gerrymandering that has become commonplace. You want to be healthy? All you got to do is eat spirulina, plankton, and radishes. Want to be spiritual? Become a vegan, even though veganism is a diet, not a spiritual path. Want to avoid disease? Type vitamin D and your problems will be solved. Group One tells me true health will be mine when I have my vagina steamed. Are you job hunting? The ATSs, the applicant tracking systems, that reject 75% of job applicants do so supposedly because they don't contain the quote-unquote right words. But there is not a national resume bureau from which to get the list of right words. And nobody wants to do the hard work of actually having to read a resume. The endless apps that we must have that are supposed to conduct and manage our lives for us. The apps that keep track of how long each individual egg has been in your smart refrigerator. Coloring book apps for your phone in case you don't have enough else to do. How about the human to animal translator app? Or how about one of the apps that measures how high in the air you can throw your phone? Then there is the app that lets you stream your conversations and crowdsource them by bringing a group of your friends and strangers along to listen in and assist you. If you don't know what to say on a date, in a meeting, or in any other situation, just let some other people help you. Our point is love, relationships, the environment, politics, work, spiritual development, or personal development to become authentic or being a good person, raising children, education, and more are all substantive, complex, complicated subjects. They all need serious attention with the intention to move forward with them. Contrary to the most earnest human desire for the magic bullet, the gimmick that will fix it all instantaneously, 
There really is no such thing. The only way out is through. We are here to learn. Life is a learning process. We must do the long, slow, steady work it takes in any arena of life to see and produce substantive results. So the next time you have a desire to start flipping houses, remember the Great Recession. The next time somebody tells you the way to become enlightened is sell everything and move to Machu Picchu, remember you don't speak Spanish. And the next time you think, yeah, that's the ticket, please know that it probably isn't the ticket to anywhere you actually want to go. I hope you have found this podcast of use. If you have any questions or comments or want more information about living skills, please feel free to email me at livingskillsinc at gmail.com or contact me through my website www.livingskills.pro. At Living Skills, we offer positive psychology and transpersonal psychology coaching and counseling, spiritual coaching and counseling, and psychological skills training and education. We are especially sensitive to the needs of the LGBTQ community and also the millennial generation, but our services and skills are applicable to and we work with everyone. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and will join me again in the future. This is Michael Dubin in Atlanta. Thanks for listening.